Alright, what's going on everyone? Thank you for joining me once again on the Michael Marr Show. Today is Thursday, July 16th, 2020. This is Season 2, Episode 24, and I'm joined by Mitchell Pelkey, Ohio State legend in Riverside. Don, I'm sure many of you guys know him. Why don't you say what's up to everyone, Mitchell? What's up, what's up, what's happening? Uh, all I can say is just happy to be here yeah happy so to have you on a legendary podcast I'm, I'm stoked let's get into it's it it's gonna be an electric episode so let's waste no time jumping into the first topic which is you guessed it some youtube talk i got a couple questions from mitchell related to his youtube channel the first question that i have for him is how did you get started with your youtube channel it's so kind of a funny story me and my buddy buck you probably know buck yeah we played basketball together back in the day yeah so we me and him were in class together wicked bored really didn't have anything to do just a sad, just a, I think it was a Friday in March. Um, and I look over to him, I'm like, yo, like, let me cut your hair. He's like, oh, you can cut my hair if, if, I let, if, he, if you let me cut mine. So I'm like, for sure. So we get to my house that weekend. I give him the worst haircut possible. I film it, and I'm like, this is going to be a hit. So I put it on YouTube, and then I remember the, the next week uh, at Stonebridge, everyone was just like, this is awesome. Everyone was buzzing about yeah, it. Everyone was buzzing. I think that feeling, like, me going around school, like, people, like, laughing at something I created is something like I've always been chasing ever since yeah. so that's kind of started and then from there I've kind of never let go just always been making videos love to hear that so did you ever did he or how you said you guys made a bet that he was going to cut yours did that yeah. ever happen yeah yeah so so I cut his and I cut him so bad he's like all right all right give, give me the shaver give he me the shears me that's actually how I got this haircut rocking the mullet yeah the little mullet so he gave me this and I've kind of always stuck with it people say it's like unprofessional but I love it. Dude, business in the front part and the back. Yeah, God, yeah. Come on. I know, have you ever dyed the top like some OBJ? Yeah, yeah. So uh, at Riverside, uh, when I left school, like summer, went to a better school, Riverside. <laughs> That's a hot take. That's a hot take. We know we'll, we'll let that one slide. Every, uh, every playoff year, we did something to our hair. I think like first year, I dyed the whole thing blonde. Uh, and then second year, uh, I dyed like my whole head blonde. And then senior year, I dyed mohawk blonde and then like got went bald on the sides with the number 25 in my head. So it's been a kind of tradition, but wacky hair and I look back at stuff like that I'm like I regret it you do yeah see I was just talking to my mom about that because she gave me the nice little chop up the other day just a nice little five guard all yeah, around top like you know that. nothing too serious but she was like do you ever regret any of your old hairstyles because I mean like there was a time in high school where I rocked the man bun there was a God. time there, yeah, I know it's got a crust I know there was a time where I had uh like a little mullet of my own uh, and then I would say like senior year of high school, that's when I just been rocking the buzz ever since. So yeah. like right around the buzz. But yeah, she was like, "Do you regret any of those?" I'm like, "Honestly, no." I was yeah. like, "I mean, because it's just a time of your life." I mean, like, why not, right? Yeah, why honestly, not? why I've not? I've always wanted to get a buzz cut, but I got too many scars on my head that it would look pretty brutal. True. A lot yeah. of like stitches back in the yeah, day or something. Stitches, yeah. Dude, I feel that. I've like six. I had, to, I had to get stitches like six times in my day. Yeah, a couple brutal. times on my dome piece too. You so get I, the I feel lopsided that. head. The real lopsided. Brutal. That's why I can't get it too short on the top because I do have like a scar like right here. Yeah, you know I can't be yeah. saying that. So you know, make a five guard kind of what like tops that. it off right there. Like that. Thanks, champ. Shout out my mom for that one. There you go. Um, all right, YouTube question number two that I have for him is which of your videos uh, that you've posted was the most fun to film or edit? Film. I think it has to go back to uh, a video in high school. Me and um, my buddy. Keebler, Mason Ambio, shout out. We call him Keebler because he looks like Keebler the Elf uh, on all the cookie boxes. But what movie is that? Keebler the Elf. <laughs> it's, all, it's like every cookie ever made. It's like my right. you'll you've seen if, it. Yeah, if I saw it, I'm sure I would know. And um, it was called the Condom and Waxing Challenge. It's the funniest video. Like all my boys waxed each other, and then like <laughs> we did the condom challenge. It was so funny. And then like editing it, I couldn't even like chop it up because I was just laughing the Dying whole time. Dying the whole time. Yeah, just like little videos like that, like messing around with my friends is probably the best. But that condom and waxing challenge is so funny. We always talk about yeah. it. Yeah. So How long ago did you post that one? That was like 
sophomore year, high school, junior year. Oh, so that's a fossil video yeah, right there. Yeah, fossil. Fossil you, video. You gotta tape that thing up to, to even view it. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, that sounds like a good one. I'm gonna have to check that one out because I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. But uh, condom challenge, I mean, there's always funny videos with that. Oh, I mean, yeah. I tried it not on video, but I tried it with some of my friends. I mean, we just couldn't get it. I mean, you're trying, you're dropping it on their dome yeah. like 15 times without getting it. Well, my just, buddy's like a small cat. That's what we call him keepers. So he had the small head, so we're like, it's oh, perfect. he's perfect for it. He's, he's meant for it. My boy's yeah. meant for the Trojan on the dome piece. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, YouTube question number three, and this is one that I'm uh, actually really excited to ask you. Um, if you could collab with any YouTuber on the platform, who would you choose and why? Um, it would have to be with this guy, Casey Neistat. You know who yeah, that is? Yeah, okay. Dude, you know? he's a YouTube pioneer. He's a legend. He's yeah. a legend. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think just like he was kind of the first one to bring storytelling and, and, and transitions and, and B-roll to the, the vlogger game, and that's kind of like what I'm in right now. So yeah. he's kind of a pioneer, like you said. Um, and just to honestly meet him, make a video, or sit down and get lunch with him, would, it's kind of like one of my end goals for I die. Like that's gonna happen. Yeah, that's, I love to hear that. I, I love his videos of uh, like when he reviews. Um, like I remember one, it was like, like the most, it was like the most expensive uh, like plane ride. Yeah, that he's yeah, ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like a hundred thousand dollar plane ride. <laughs> but like I don't know, I just love the access that he shows and, and like his transitions. I mean, like you said, his, so his whole so like clean. his yeah his style is so clean and, and he is like, a pioneer. So you got he's just like a like a storyteller. Like he used to call like when he when I first started watching him, he'd call videos movies, and I thought it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, but like or films. Yeah, films. He's like this film talking about this, and I was like, what's up? YouTube video. Yeah, it's classic though. I mean, their terminology, them, yeah. old, them old bucks, dude. I know they got they got smooth lingo. Well, what, what would your What would you be? What would yours be? <sighs> That's tough because recently, uh, not even recently. I mean, I've been big into Nelk the last yeah. like three years. I mean, I subbed the Nelk at like seven hundred thousand, so I've been supporting them okay. for a while. But I mean, they're not like they're a group of people. So if I had to single it down to like one person, hmm. I might just go with the common answer of Logan Paul, just because yeah. like his style. I mean, I was never a fan of him in high school. I just yeah. thought his videos were like too like, like obnoxious yeah. for me. But like ever since listening to his podcast, and I'm a huge fight fan. So when yeah. he fought KSI the first time back in like August of 2018, mm -hmm. my freshman year of college, that's when I like really got into him because like I was obsessed with like I'm yeah. still am obsessed with fighting. So like that's when I learned a lot about him and started like going through his old videos and stuff. And uh, yeah, ever since then I've been big on him. And then the vlogs that he's coming out with are tough. Sick. Yeah, dude. I mean, my brother's big on his podcast right now, and I don't know. Him and his brother are just pioneers. Like they're making so yeah. much good content, changing the game. I mean, I mean, dude, the boxing I love. Like I love that they're doing boxing. I mean, I, know, I, I just, cool. I just think that's so sick. I mean, and it's like, it's a great way to like grow your channel to a completely new audience. Because yeah. like, how many? boxing fans besides like myself and some of my friends are obsessed with YouTube yeah. I mean most fight fans are like a little bit older like 35 37 yeah. you know I mean those type of ages and they're not really into YouTube so they get to see these young bucks yeah and uh, gives them a new perspective I guess it was cool though too like the whole event like that's like they said that's like the largest like YouTube event created by creators ever yeah and I this, thought that was sick yeah it was so sick the, so the first one the first fight that they had was in August of 2018 which mm -hmm. was in Manchester which is yeah. where KSI is from and then the rematch was in November of 2019 and that was at the Sable Center and that yeah. was like a spectacle because yeah. I mean the first one was big but it, but it was head guard 16 ounce gloves and uh -huh. then the rematch was 10 ounce gloves promoted by DAZN which is a professional boxing yeah. promotion uh, it was big time so I, I mean I'm sick. hoping we can see KSI and Jake Paul now because Jake Paul fought another kid that was a YouTuber in February of yeah. this year and uh, then Wait, he didn't Jake Paul fight KSI's brother yeah yeah uh, and, Deji and he beat him right yeah he whooped him and that was on the the undercard of the first fight of KSI oh, yeah before yeah yeah, so, yeah so wait who did Jake Paul fight now this, some this kid named Gib 
Anis and Gib. Really? Which is funny because it's it's Anis and Gib, which is big nose backwards. Big nose non, nah, he's got a fat nose. <laughs> so it's just so it's just big nose backwards. So it's kind of classic. But I mean, it was it was terrible because like the guy literally built up this like persona that he was gonna like totally dust Jake Paul. Mm-hmm. He lost in the first round. I mean like really? the build up was crazy. I was so energetic. I even bet on him because I was like, dude, I want to see Jake Paul down. Like I'm yeah. a, I'm a Logan Paul fan, but I don't, I mean, Jake Paul's kind of kind of out there. I mean, yeah. I mean, he's doing his thing, but I mean, he's not as cool as Jake or as Logan yet. So, oh, I, so I would've been sick if that happened. Yeah, I mean, him getting knocked, but dude, I mean, it wasn't even like a clean knockout because Florida, that's where the fight was, has a three knockdown rule, and oh. if you get knocked down three times in one round, the fight's automatically over. So he didn't even get hit that hard. He kind of just got hit and got moved off balance and dropped to a knee, which in Florida, unfortunately, yeah. ended the fight for him. So, um, you think you ever get into boxing yourself? Yeah, probably. Really? I mean. I, yeah, I mean, I did boxing back in uh, the end of middle school and high school. I took two years off of football and did a lot of training up at Sterling Glove Lounge. And, um, okay, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then I uh, did sparring at, at, in the yoga room at Gold's. Really? Yeah, me and some people, me and some old heads would just go in there and just, I don't know, just duke it out and stuff. Okay. But, I mean, I've been a huge fight fan. Like I, like I said, that. I got the heavy bag in there. So, hopefully one day, I mean, I've been trying to talk to my parents, but, I mean, I don't want to just do a fight to just do a fight. You know yeah. what I mean? I, I want to kind of do it. up to that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Make yeah. it like make it actually like something kind of cool. But, so, uh, hot, hot take. Who's winning in a boxing match? You were Lawson. Oh, me. Come on. You think? This ain't Rosalind. <laughs> this ain't Rosalind, son. This ain't Rosalind. I know I mean, Sammy get down there trying to get you in a chokehold and stuff. Seriously, Sam was trying to Khabib me or something. <laughs> I love you, Sam. Um, all right, now let's move on to uh, the second segment that I have, the second round of topics, which is some lacrosse talk, as you could expect. Uh, if you guys don't know, Mitchell plays the uh, attack. That's his position. He plays at Ohio State University, class of 2023, but he also told me before we started recording yep. that because of the corona, he actually has another year of eligibility, which is which is pretty nice. I mean, because yeah. you got a year under your belt of like becoming familiar with yeah. the facilities and the team and all that. So um, they're part of the Big Ten Conference. They went to the championship in 2017, came up a little bit short, though, but nevertheless made it all the way there. And like I said, they only played seven games in 2020. Um a question that I have to start off this segment, though, is uh, how is the chemistry of your team? I, I saw that you guys took a team trip to Portugal before yeah. the season started last summer. I mean, how was that, and how's the wait, overall wait. chemistry? No, we won the ship in 2017. Oh, you won the ship? Yeah. Oh, I thought you guys came up short. <laughs> no, no. All right, yeah, shout out Ohio State then. My bad. I really thought... Oh, 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 oh. Are you talking about Ohio State? Yeah. Oh, I think you're talking about Riverside. Oh, my bad. No, 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 no. no. You're good. You're good. Wait, so the Ohio State... They, yeah, no, we lost. Yeah, yeah, but you yeah. went to the championship, right? Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. my bad. That was my fault. No, no, you're good because I got you Riverside down there. Oh, but okay. um, yeah. So um, how's the chemistry of your team for Ohio State? It's good. It's good. You know that Portugal trip, I was wicked nervous. I remember like the night. I can still remember August fifth. Before that night, sleeping in my my room, I was like, I didn't get any sleep. I was so nervous to meet the guys. Um, you've met a couple of them through our, like our official visits through high school and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like actually getting there and like being a Buckeye playing lacrosse is such a surreal moment because like I committed when I was a freshman so like four years of just waiting and it's finally here it was it was cool and I can the only thing I remember from the from the Portugal trip is just trying to meet and get relationships with the guys that 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 I'll have for the rest of my four years there and I think that's the best part you know if you talk to guys on the team yeah it usually takes two weeks to get the freshman's name right or something like that like after that week of Portugal and just bonding it I felt like I was already part of the team. Like I knew everyone when I got back to campus. It just made the whole process so much yeah. easier and faster. Very welcoming group of guys. Oh, dude. I mean, I got to give a lot of respect to Coach Myers. He uh, he helps out the guys a lot and makes them into men, and it helps the freshmen out a lot too as yeah. well. How many of those kids are uh, were upperclassmen and uh, like lowerclassmen or underclassmen? Um, like how many seniors did you have on the team when you went to the trip? I think there was eight seniors, two fifth years. 
So not a bad group of guys, but everyone was just so welcoming. Like I couldn't even tell, honestly. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was just a nice trip and. Portugal too. That's sick. a send. I, I mean, that's a beautiful send though. So uh, it so was, how, it was so how state covered all that? Yeah. So so a donor um, uh, paid um, for the trip for all of us to go. And uh, it's gonna be a thing that we do now. That was our first year of house state ever did it. It's gonna oh, be right. a thing like every four years. So I guess like when I take that fifth year, uh, yeah, you're gonna, drive, yeah, you, you'll get to be the big dog helping out those yeah. freshmen. So honestly, that's so gonna I'm be excited for that. But no, the trip was was amazing. I mean, surfed for the first time in Portugal. Like who can say that? You surfed? Yeah. Dang. It was, it was Sam's cool. probably loving that. Dude. Sam's getting a lot of love on this episode, but I mean, he's the only surfer that I know. I know. Yeah. But uh, how 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 hard is surfing? Honestly, it, I mean, it, I've it never was, tried it. It wasn't that hard. Like people say it's hard, but it wasn't too hard. Uh-huh. Like you just gotta like be able to get up straight and get on the board. But I, mean, I wasn't doing like tricks or anything. But yeah, have you skateboarded sick. at all? I used to longboard back in the day. People say that like having blood ties to like longboarding or skateboarding actually makes surfing a little bit easier. I mean, I've never done either. Uh, probably I could see. I, mean, I had the ripstick going back in the day a little bit. Okay, yeah. yeah. See, I wasn't that athletic. So. I mean, <laughs> I was a little. My athleticism went other places, not no ripstick. But yeah, um, I like that. Um, okay. Uh, another question I have for Mitchell in terms of uh, related to Ohio State. Uh, how has OSU reacted to the corona in terms of like the all the workout programs that they want you to do, Zoom meetings to learn yeah. the playbooks and stuff? So it, it was weird. I made a video about this actually as well. Like we just played Notre Dame on a Tuesday, came off a big win, we beat them by two on a Tuesday. Get back Wednesday, don't have practice, kind of like a rest day. Mm-hmm. And then Thursday we get to the facility and it's just kind of like what's the future going to look like? Like, we go out to practice, everything's fine, regular practice, we come back in, then it says the Patriot League gets canceled. So that's like Richmond and all those schools getting canceled. So everyone's looking on the phone like, is this it for us? Like, this is it. Yeah. So then, at, before we go get a lift, coach comes in, he's like, look guys, like this might be the end, I don't know yet, but let's go in there and get a nice lift. So after that, I had a nice lift, got back showered, and then our season got canceled, and then like, packed all my stuff, went home that week, and then had a week off, and then after that, our coach... Kevin, our strength conditioning coach, sent out a, a workout plan, and it was just, like, right back into it. Nice. So wasted no time. Yeah, wasted no time. Started getting Zoom meetings going and everything, and it was good, but it was just – it sinks because, like, in the fall and in the early spring, like, you're working, 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 and you want to see a result. Um, but, like, obviously nothing happened due to corona, but just sucks, but I'm just excited to get back this year. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's honestly some good talk for Ohio State. I mean, I can't think of any other – questions really but uh I, I i'm not a big uh pll guy premier league lacrosse if you guys don't know what that stands for but i mean do you follow pll yeah yeah i follow a little bit one of my buddies danny Moltz's brother plays on the whip snakes so did, did he play at stonebridge back in the day yeah yeah dylan did yeah so he actually just got engaged shout out to d um shout out the relationship yeah and um but yeah I, I followed a little bit this year they're doing something different obviously due to covid uh championship series july 25th to august 9th it's like a tournament style they were playing like two games every day, something like that. All teams? Yeah. Sheesh. I know. It's it's it's, it's gonna be a lot of action. It's gonna be on NBC, which I'm pretty pumped for. But I don't follow it too well, but I will like as soon as I get graduate. Yeah. That's kind of the goal to play in the PLL. So what? So that, that's that's good to hear. That's one of your mm-hmm. goals. We should start talking about that in a little bit. But a question that I have is: uh, Mitchell actually interviewed some lacrosse players, some professional lacrosse players on his podcast. What teams do those guys play for? Yeah. So I interviewed. Um, Jules Henningberg plays on the Redwoods. They actually lost in the championship last year for the first PLL season. And then uh, interviewed Rob Pinnell, plays on the Atlas. And it was cool. Like, like some of you guys might know Rob Pinnell. Like, that's someone I've always looked up to. And then just to finally get down and talk to him, it was so weird. Probably I surreal. was so nervous. Oh, my God. I was shaking. Even though it was like a Zoom call, I was like shaking. I was yeah, like, oh, I mean, that's, I that's your auto, man. I mean, that's someone you grew up watching. Yeah. 
But it, it was surreal, and I don't know. I think the PLL will take off because there's two leagues right now, the PLL and the MLL. Um, but I think the PLL will surpass MLL. PLL is newer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this would be their second season this year. Yeah. yeah. So like Mitchell said, uh, the, the season starts back up on July 25th. Playoffs don't start until early August. Mm-hmm. Uh, championship concluding August 9th. And uh, also, like he said, it's going to be on Premier Channels, NBC, ABC, Fox. Make sure to check those out. Yep. I'm going to check them out because, I mean, I haven't really checked out yeah. many of the cross games. bet now. Yep. So you know I'm gonna be a part of that. So, um, but I mean I've more watched um, college lacrosse. Yeah, you know I mean mean? that's that's I mean even if you ask me one today with the new league like college lacrosse is the peak. Yeah, which I mean why do you think that is? Why do you think uh, like I think that's the only sports league in the world where yeah college surpasses. I don't know. I think it's just like the MLL like it wasn't like an NFL or anything. And I mean at the end of the day it's like not a lot of people like lacrosse or that interested in more of like a football or basketball. So. That'll take time, just getting like the viewership up. But I don't know. I think the PLL is doing a really good job. They have like the best social media team out of all sports right now, like even NFL. And yeah, NBA. got your girl uh, Katie DeFeo yeah, doing it. on there. Shout out KT. And yeah. yeah, no, I I think they're off to a good start, especially with this. They were the first people to to kind of react to a, having a season due to COVID. So I think that's a big change. And I don't know. I think it's just going to take time, but I think I think it'll be big here soon. So is Paul Rabel tied to the MLL or the PLL now? PLL. So Paul Rabel and his brother Mike both started the PLL. Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that they were the founders of yeah, it. Yeah, they're the founders. Yeah, That's so sweet. it's kind of cool. It's like Paul found it, co-founded it with his brother and Paul's like still playing right now. So it's kind of one of the only leagues to do that and I don't know, they're doing a lot of good jobs, especially with the social media part of it. It's it's crazy. Yeah, what but, team is Paul on? He's on the Atlas with uh, Rob Pinnell. Oh, so he plays with Pinnell? Yeah, so people were thinking like he, they, he stacked his team uh, like first year but they didn't end up doing that well. True. Yeah. But I mean, uh, so who do you, how do you think it's going to play out when the playoffs start in August? Well, uh, some guy just, I forget, some professional, like, bet throw out, or I don't even know his title. It's throughout, like, the Whip Snakes have a 3-1 th- to one odds to, like, win the whole thing. So uh, everyone thinks it's going to be them to repeat, but I don't know. I, th- I think they can, honestly, but I, I kind of want to see someone new win. Yeah, and, I mean, it's unpredictable because, I mean, the gap that these guys went from playing to not playing, yeah. I mean, you don't know if guys fell out of touch with their workouts or yeah. some kids some guys were like extremely devoted if some teams got some good strategies going into the playoffs yeah. so I mean you don't know but I'm pumped to watch it I mean I'm definitely going to check yeah. them out I mean I've like talking to people that are in the PLL like they've obviously had to adjust their workout schedules to be in more like the the championship series um, but I don't know it'll be interesting to watch it's going to be cool because there's going to be lacrosse on every day yeah for yeah. sure so um is there a one and done rule for college to professional lacrosse? No, that's actually funny. Me and my uh, so I, I shoot every day with Nick Cole, Dom Cole, and Danny Moles. And shout uh, out the we boys. Were, yeah, shout out the boys. And uh, we were talking about that today. And now I asked them. I was like, Do you ever think there would be a guy that doesn't go to college and just is from high school straight to the PLL? And they said no. But honestly, I, I could see it happening if PLL gets as big as everyone wants it to be. Yeah, that'd be sick. Though. That would be that would be nasty. Someone pulled like a Kobe Bryant or like Kevin know, Garnett right? and just yeeted past college. Yeah. But, uh, so they don't have a – like, NCAA doesn't have a rule in place for college lacrosse players? No, I, I don't think so. Um, but, like, right, why would you want to miss the college lacrosse? It's, like, the best part of lacrosse, like, yeah. in your career. So no one's really, like, even thought about it. For sure. But, no, I, I would like to see it happen. It would be pretty cool. True. Um, okay, final lacrosse question that I have from Mitchell. How electric was that Riverside lacrosse run, run in 2019? So you said, did you win two state championships yeah, so with them? When I transferred from freshman to, or from Stonebridge to Riverside, that sophomore year we won 2017. Wait, did you win at Stonebridge too? Nah. Freshman year? Well, so on, in eighth grade, Dan Moltz and I uh-huh. played JV and then got pulled up to varsity, but we couldn't play any of the games, but we had practiced with them. And then yeah. 
they won the state championship, so we got a ring. So like eighth grade year, I was like rocking my ring. Dude, that's sweet. <laughs> that's electric sick. right there. And then freshman year, we lost to Atlee in the state semis. Then went to Riverside. We won sophomore year. Went 20 0. It was sick. Nasty. Yeah. And then junior year, we lost in the state semis to Dominion. And then senior year, we won the state championship. So yeah. you would say your um, your senior run was a little more memorable than yeah. the than the sophomore year run? I think uh, sophomore year we had something to prove. Like. Riverside second year being open, like we had something to prove. That's why I think we were all so much more into it. Like twenty no, we didn't want to lose one to like prove something. Cause it was and again, it was like me, Moltz, and my buddy Taylor. Like that's at attack, just three sophomores mm-hmm. just trying to win a state championship. So that meant a lot more. But I don't know. I think like ending it off on a high note with the state championship my senior year definitely means a lot more. Yeah, I remember keeping up because um. I was a freshman in college, keeping up with uh, some of the the, yeah. the last ride series that yeah. you put up. Yeah. I remember some of those were electric, and oh, then you, yeah. you guys would be blasting music <laughs> yeah. in the in the locker room. That's some of like the best memories from yeah. playing high school sports is like those pregame vibes and postgame vibes yeah. with the crew in the locker room. I mean, no, that, I'll me, go in deaf. I, I mean, know, it was so quite sick. literally. That's like something we were talking about the other day as well. It's like, like school and lacrosse was fun but like after a win we'd all be getting in there dancing and stuff like that's like the stuff I miss the most yeah and it's cool it's like you were able to catch things. it on camera and turn it into a sick video yeah, so it's yeah. like it's something and to look I've back always on. been in it for like the memories like I know it might suck to film like in the moment but like after it's all said and done you're gonna be glad you did to look back on it exactly yeah um so we said sorry I don't want to like jump back no, to the good. start of it but do you remember like when you started your your uh, your channel were you in high school? Rick? Were you a freshman in high school? Or were you in eighth yeah. grade? So that was uh, March fifteenth, two thousand sixteen, was when I made that Buck and Pelky and Buck Barber video. Yeah, and then and, uh, it's all history from there. Yeah, it's all history from yeah, there. Yeah, and it started with haircuts, right? Yeah, so I cut like him. I cut Stratton's one time. <laughs> Dude, I remember Stratton was bugging during it. Stratton <laughs> yeah. was an upset man. He's probably listening to this man. He's probably still upset about that. I know. Cut. I so, gave him a bad cut, but. I don't know. I just it started from like haircuts, and then it just kind of evolved into just vlogs, and then like us going to Walmart, messing around. So yeah, it's always been kind of like a hobby of mine, and I kind of want to just turn it into something I do for the rest of my life. Cool, yeah. love to hear that, man. All right, now uh, we're gonna jump into some random topics slash questions that I have for Mitchell. We're gonna keep on Ohio State just for one more question. Uh, as you guys probably know, Ohio State football, one of the nastiest programs in the country. They've been top 10 for as long as I can remember. Last season, they were top five the majority of the season, rounded out at number three. Mm-hmm. Um, how were those game days, and uh, which game day was the most memorable for you? Game days are electric. Like, let me tell you, it, when we went up for our official visit, my senior year, we went to the Michigan State Ohio State game, and I was like, as soon as that game happened, the next day I was like, I made the best decision of my life to come to this school. And then, like, every Saturday in the fall, it was just, I mean, it doesn't matter if we played FAU or, like, the team up north. Like, it was so electric. And when I tell you, like, the school spirit is unreal, it's, like, unreal. Like, you don't ever hear about, like, the Bengals or the Browns playing. It's all Ohio State football. Yep. It's sick. And I, and, uh, I think one of my favorite games was right before Thanksgiving break, uh, Ohio State versus Penn State. My buddy Tender came up to Ohio State to visit me and it was just a blast man having I was like one of my first friends to come up to Ohio State um it was a good game and it was a huge game so everyone was into it and it was just fun like the all the guys getting together watching the game going to the game and just a good time yeah like you said the electricity and the support that it has like from the whole town yeah. I mean I'm, I'm, I could imagine it's just a sea of red because I mean yeah. like I was telling Mitchell off camera uh, Radford doesn't have a football team as you guys know but Tech does I go to all the Tech game days and games and it's just a sea of maroon and orange regardless if you're playing an AYFL team yeah. or if they're playing yeah. the number one team in the country yeah. I mean like the support AYFL team I like that the support is just unreal you play you ever play AYFL yeah I played uh I played like elementary school stopped sixth seventh grade and then came back to it eighth grade and 
I, that's the one thing I regret. And I tell all the young bucks I talk to is like, play high school football. Like I know you played and you probably miss it. Yeah. But like, I wish I had played so bad. Yeah, it's one of those things that like, the the things you learn from playing like not just football but like a high school sport. But when you have the ability to play at a program like Stonebridge yeah. and play under Thompson, it's like dude, the yeah. things that I learned that were so outside of football. Yeah. That like that I will remember for the rest of my life is just crazy. Yeah. You know I mean, and like especially for me, it was it was just one of those things. It's like look, it's not lacrosse. Like. I don't have to work at football every day. I'm, like, already committed. I know where I'm going. Like, obviously, lacrosse is my number one day in and day out. But, like, go play football. Like, you're going to meet so many different people, learn so many different life lessons, like you said, from Coach Thompson. Mm -hmm. Um, But, I don't know. That's the one thing I regret is not playing. True. Yeah. Hey man, but it turned out well, man. You know what yeah. I mean? Like it seems like you're having a good time. So yeah. I mean, you can only balance so much when you're in high school, and you got to be a kid. You got to like enjoy your free yeah. time and stuff. So and the, big, wanna, the biggest thing too it. was just like I didn't want to get hurt, and like yeah, that I mean, was always a thing in the back of my mind. Especially football like, around here, it's not like you're playing against scrubs. Like huh. football around here is elite. So I mean, especially like especially when a team like Stone just playing a team like Riverside, like someone's getting hurt. Yeah. <laughs> See, we never got to play against them. It was they started playing them. I think two years or I think last year was the yeah, first year. Yeah, yeah, last year. Yeah. Last year was the first year, and you guys whopped us. Yeah, it turned out well. It was or something. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that's expected. We only like a couple years old. Riverside yeah, yeah. is, but no, um, for sure. I remember I was at Riverside's first win ever. I remember really, yeah. So electric moment, yeah. Electric. So I remember uh, Stonebridge always makes their bye week the first week, yeah, so then yeah. we get an extra week. So we were at Pop Falls scouting them because we were about to play them week two. So like my whole team was there, and then Pop Falls was up by like thirty at halftime. So we were like, screw this. Yeah. We hear Riverside's playing. Let's go. So me and some boys shipped over to Riverside. And that was electric. Oh God, I mean, so I was literally sitting in the top of the stands with like five of my friends, and um, yeah, it was just awesome. I mean, no, I, I can still remember the day. So when I was at Summers, my freshman year, like Riverside had their first season, they didn't win one game, and we went like 0 and 10. And then sophomore year, we were playing this. I think it was John Paul the Great, like some school that only has 500 kids in it, and we won, and we got to like storm the field. It was so sick, dude. That's nasty. Yeah, um, it was funny. Okay. Uh, Let's move on to some other topics and questions. Um, if you guys don't know, Mitchell and I actually played AAU basketball together yep. way back in the day. We were a year apart, but we practiced together. We would scrimmage against each other. Um, Flex All-Stars was the name of the team. Flex. There was, uh, what was it, the Xerox Center? Yeah, Is that Xerox, what, yeah Center Xerox Center. Yeah, right before Riverside came and yeeted all that down. Kind of <laughs> tarnished the team a little bit. I know. But, um, I mean, those are some good times. Uh, what is your best memory that you have from your youth basketball days? I, I don't know if I have, like, an exact memory, but honestly, like, you and a lot of other older guys, I would have honestly never met playing, like, Flex. Like, I look back at those memories and just been like, I'm just so thankful to like meet all you guys. You know, I don't, yeah. we didn't go to like these tournaments in DC to like get recruited or anything. It was just some like kind of rec kids getting together to form a travel team to go have some fun, and that's what it was all about. Yeah, and what was awesome is like it was really like inclusive. Like even if you weren't on like the A team, the B team, there was like yeah. four teams on yeah. each grade level. So I mean, like it was just an army of kids that all played T2RBL, which now is AYBL, yeah. I think. Yeah. But um, yeah, so it's a bunch of kids from Stonehill. Uh, Belmont Ridge, Eagle Ridge. Yeah. I'm probably missing Farmwell, maybe. Yeah. So I don't know. Those were like the days, though. Like that was back in the day when I thought I could like make it to the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, then, and then the height catch, catches in. And you're like, oh no, I'm not gonna make it yeah, to the NBA. No. Like when you find out you're stop growing at five nine, you're like, yeah, dude. When I'm I when, I, when I was having a hard time touching that in eighth grade, that's when I knew <laughs> I should probably retire the laces. <laughs> yeah. You know, just yeah. set them down Always for a day. I was the same boat. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, also, Mitchell and I both did the Buffalo Wing Factory Flatliner Challenge. We're going to start with his, though. Um, he did it um, for uh, yeah. Stonebridge Lacrosse, right? Isn't it? You want to tell everyone the tradition yeah, that it is? Yeah, so at Stonebridge, once you make varsity, you got to do the Flatliner Challenge. And there's a place near us called Buffalo Wing Factory, and the hottest wing there is called the Flatliner. So there was like five freshmen that made it, 
or, or two freshmen, me and Dom, and then a couple other classmen that made varsity and you had to do it. And of course, like, my brother's a senior, so they all, like, knew of me and, like, knew me, and they wanted to give me the worst wing. And I just remember, like, I was the last one to do it. They gave me the worst wing, like, the wettest wing. Yep, with all drench the in the sauce. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I just remember, like, me, before coming to the wing factory, just getting the whole thing, like, Briar's ice cream and like I had it already I like down the wings so fast and it was just like burning my mouth so you I had came like prepped, though. Yeah, yeah I came prepped I had a little milk had a little ice cream down the wing and was just like putting ice cream on my mouth like swishing around like mouthwash and just like oh it was so bad I remember after that I was like going to puke and then like I got home and stomach was killing me it was a terrible experience but it's like stuff like that like the traditions like that is like it's like legendary. Yeah, I you love I mean? that stuff. It's like yeah, it's great to be a part of something like that because, like you said, no one has been on the team and not done yeah, it. So it's kind of yeah. just like paying your dues, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like I was talking about, like Dylan who plays professionally lacrosse now for the Whips. Like, like when he was in high school at Stonebridge, like in 2012, like they were doing it. Yeah, like that type of stuff that made. That, that See, I wish I had a cool story like that. Mine was kind of just like. I was at Buffalo Wing Factory with some of my friends, and Olivia Pico was like, hey, uh, I'll pay pay for you to do it. I think it'll be funny. I remember they like brought out the waiver and everything. I'm like, what the hell am I getting myself yeah, into? No, like, no, a couple of my other friends were like, this sign your name, and you're like, all right, what is going to happen? Yeah, and then um, I remember they were like, you need the milk? And uh, I was like, I, was like yeah. I was like, I don't really yeah, need fine. the milk. No, I needed the milk. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I definitely, I mean, I, I, t- I ate two of them, but um, yeah, I instantly I regretted it. I did too. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how I did two either, because there was 10, and they were all like, dude, you can't just do one. Like, we literally paid for this. Like, don't just do one. But um, honestly, like you said, I mean, it, it was, it's cool to say you did it, but like your story is a little cooler because it's like you did it to be a part of something. Yeah. Mine was just out of stupidity. It was yeah. just like I'm being but dumb at the today. End of the day, like if I didn't have the tradition, I would have done it someday. Like yeah. we go there enough that it would have just ended up happening. Hey, shout out B Wings, man. Honestly, delicious food. I mean, they've raised the prices a little yeah. bit. <laughs> I'm a little bit. But, but I mean, I have to bring them back down. Yeah, honestly, dude, it's like right over there. It's like yeah. a, we're like a quarter mile away from it, dude. Honestly, respect to that. But um, but it's yeah. definitely something like you do once and you never do again. Though. Yeah, no, definitely never ever do that again. But it's something you gotta do once. Yeah, you gotta pay yeah. your due. If you live in Ashburn Farm, yeah, go do it. If you haven't yeah. done it, go do it. Don't you gotta be a wuss. Um, all right, another topic or question I have for him is uh, if I'm sure you guys already know, but Mitchell started his own podcast called Pelk Talk Podcast yep. or just Pelk Talk, right? Pelk Talk. Yeah, yeah just Pelk Talk. Interview some of the biggest names in um in professional lacrosse. And um, you interviewed also Overtime Tom, yeah, the guy yeah. from the Overtime Channel. Yeah, so some big names as well. It's kind of something I want to do. I kind of want to mix in lacrosse and like the business world and then soon enough get some friends on there. Yeah, and he doesn't do Zoom, so I mean it's like good quality, good audio. You, yeah. mean, you don't got to worry about the birds chirping out here like we do. Yeah. But um, yeah, I checked out some of those episodes, man. You seem good with it. You seem like uh, yeah. cause you've done, what, four or five? Yeah, four, yep. Yeah, yep. About to upload my fifth. But no, it's, it's something new, and I got to give a lot of credit to you. You've kind of like put me on the game. Like watching and listening to your stuff has been like – giving me the courage to start something so i gotta thank you as well yeah for sure man but it's cool it's like something different because i've always been doing youtube for four or five years and it's like all right why don't i branch out and try to do podcast radio so yeah. i don't know i think more more tools in your shed the better exactly i think it's so important that like once you have one good platform to just try to grow it into yeah. so many other ways so like yeah yeah so i mean you start the podcast is brilliant you know what yeah. i mean and also you did the merch line back in high yeah. school that's brilliant i think if you have a platform, why not try to branch off into so many different avenues? Because you never know what's going to be the next thing to pop. Yeah, that's that's the biggest thing. That's one thing I've learned through like social media is like you just got to be everywhere. Like Mitchell Pelkey's got to be on every app there is. Like get your name out there, go on every sort of social media yeah. page possible, and and just try to get it out. It's hard though because a lot of people are trying to do it. But I don't know. I just think at the end of the day, like if you really love it, it won't be that hard for you. Exactly. And yeah. it's like you do it because it's fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like we're having fun doing it and it's like memorable conversations that now you've had with 
those professional players, yeah. those uh, celebrities with overtime and everything. I mean, it's just cool to look back on. And I'm sure we can't really acknowledge it now, but like 10, 15 years yeah. down the line, it'll be like, dude, like I was a little stupid kid, like recording know, those. Right? You know what I mean, but it'll be cool to to have some footage to look back on. So props to you for starting it, because a lot of people. Um, would like to start it, but don't actually go through with it. But if anyone listening wants to start yeah. one, feel free to Do hit it. me up, hit up, yeah. hit up Mitch. I'll definitely get you started, get you on all the platforms. I'll try my best to help you out. Cause, uh, he helped me out. Big help right here. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just cool to help people out and uh, grow on something that, I mean, it's, it's a podcast. You know yeah. what I mean? So, like, if I help you grow yours, I mean, it's just growing the industry of podcasts, yeah. which will ultimately help everyone else. Yeah, it will help I think everyone that's, else. Like, the best thing, too, is like some guy or kid or girl that's watching this, like, could come back in 10 years and tell us, like, her favorite podcast ever is like me and you like that'll like make my year yeah like stuff like that is like the reason why i honestly do podcasts and youtube is just to like bring people up make people happy and like make their day like like i said when when i made that haircut video and i just saw people laughing around school and like getting dms or that say like hey it was just sad just watched your videos like I feel good now. Like that type of stuff is like what I love, and yeah. like, I'll never stop doing that. Love you, that man. You yeah. got the right mindset for it, uh, just for entertainment purposes and for bringing joy into people's lives. Yeah. So keep doing what you're doing, man. Yeah. Um, now I'm just gonna say a quick UFC recap. Uh, there was a fight last night. Calvin Qatar, Dan Ige, absolute ward. Uh, Calvin Qatar won a unanimous decision. Um, shout out Dom and I. We both had some chat on that, so good for us. <laughs> yeah. uh, this Saturday, though, we got a title fight. Featherweight titles on the line. Number one ranked in the division. Davison Figueroa takes on number two, Joseph Benavidez. This is a rematch from their fight at the Chartway Arena, which was in Norfolk, which is uh, where ODU plays their basketball games. Yep. They fought back in February. Um, Figueroa won uh, second round TKO. Uh, right now, he's a two-to-one uh, favorite. That's going to be a good fight, though. I mean... Not much to say. It's going to be on ESPN. 8 o'clock is when the prelims start. Main card starts at 10. Make sure you want to check that one out. Like I said, it's the fl- uh, flyweight, so they're little small guys. But, man, they'd be throwing 50. How much do they weigh? 125. That's it? Yeah. They're like 5'3", 125. But, dude, those punches are like 15 in a second. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, they come like one after another after another. But uh, So that's why it's, it's kind of rare for them to get a knockout. Yeah. But this guy, Figueroa, you should you should check it out. Really? I mean, yeah, Figueroa, he, he's nice. He's a Brazilian dude. Uh, he's 15 and 1, I think. Oh, but, um... Man, he's he's a good dude. I mean, he he's not like a he's not like a someone with like one punch knockout power. It's kind of just like he'll stalk you down. Like he'll yeah. kind of just like cut off the angles, cut off the cage, going, going, yeah, and going. just go to the body, head, leg kick, body, head yeah. kick. You know what I mean? I mean, so, I'm not that big of a boxing guy. Like I think honestly, the last boxing match I've watched was like McGregor Floyd. But like you a lot of my boys that. do. Like a lot of my boys watch boxing, and and I watch it with them, but never really been that into it. But I think it's cool. Will we hear? Will we see a beat the bell episode of this? Yeah, yeah. Well, we actually recorded a Beat the Bell on sa- Sunday, and it's dropping tonight, which is Sweet. which is Thursday. So you guys will probably be getting this on Sunday. Okay. So uh, yeah, make sure to check this out or check out Beat the Bell episode five just on YouTube. Yeah, so we did recap those fights. We I think we briefly touched up on this, but not too much. Okay. Because uh, ever since UFC went to Fight Island and Abu Dhabi, they've just been pumping out cards. So yeah. there was one on this past Saturday. There was one last night. There's one this Saturday. There's one next Wednesday. Next oh, okay. Saturday. Like they're just, just pumping them. Yeah, because when Corona... That's the way to do it, though, right? Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. when Corona came, it kind of put a damper in like three months of the fights. Yeah. So now they're just pumping them out one after another, another to get back on schedule by yeah. September. That's so, um... Yeah. Um, now we're going to just wrap it up for you guys. Uh, I honestly forgot the fan question of the week. I thought it was honestly terrible. That was going to be a new segment for today. But uh, you, don't know, you don't remember the question? No, I, I said like I forgot to get one. Oh, really? Yeah, honestly, I that's that's terrible. hate to see that. But um, 
yeah, stay tuned uh, for the fan question of the week next week. That's going to be the new segment. Uh, I mentioned that on last week's podcast that that was going to be the new segment this week. But uh, nevertheless, me and Mitch chalked it up mm-hmm. for 36 minutes. Some great talks about YouTube, lacrosse, a bunch of random topics and questions, our flex basketball days, uh, buffaloing factory. Yeah. I definitely want to be doing this again, even, oh, if it's, even if it's through Zoom or something in the yeah. future. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited. Any last uh, closing words, statements, shout outs you want to give? No, I just, uh, thanks for the opportunity, man. You're one I've definitely looked up to in this podcast game. So Thank thanks you, for having me on. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. Likewise, been looking up to you with the YouTube yes, channel. Uh, guys, make sure to check out Mitch's uh, YouTube channel, just simply Mitchell Pelkey on YouTube. Uh, his podcast, Pelk Talk, available where, everywhere Spotify, yep. Apple Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, all those good platforms. Uh, today was July 16th. 2020 season two episode 24 i'm your host of the show michael mar that's all i gotta say though stay clean stay safe and stay tuned yes i love that